welcome to my crazy artist life podcast, where we lift the lid and take an honest look at all things art, creativity, and business from growing as an artist, improving your art practice, the ups and downs of being creative, as well as crafting a strong business that is enjoyable and it also nourishes the soul. Join us as we take a deep dive into what life is like as an artist in my crazy artist life. Hello and welcome to my crazy artist podcast. I'm so very excited today to be interviewing a gorgeous abstract figurative artist, um, Anahita Almozegor. I hope I said that right. Um, It's her work is absolutely stunning. I connected with it as soon as I saw it and I had to invite her to Monarch Art Collective and she has joined us and I am so excited to be speaking with her about her journey. Welcome, Anahita. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Um, I can't wait to talk to you about your art journey. Um, Tell me more about how you got to where you are, about your art journey, where it all started. Um, Well, as long as I can remember, I always felt the need to be creative. Um, Growing up, my mom used to make our clothes and I used to get really excited watching her. So I remember um, used to collect all our old family clothes and make new stuff out of them, like make bags, jewelry, hats. And oh, I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then after I realized that I have this great ability to turn ugly into beautiful, I was pretty much influenced by everything in my environment. I would just get anything that is not useful and make a use out of them. That's the um, best. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, um, later I decided to go to artist school and I was very lucky to have a family that were supportive of that. So, so I went to artist school and after that I went to university for two years. I also took two courses in photography and photo editing while wow. I was studying. Yeah, yeah and um, that kind of led me into opening my own photography studio. Oh, wow. And yeah, I was studying and working as a photographer. And um, that was when I had to leave Iran as a refugee. And I moved to Australia, looking back at my arrival to Australia in such an unpredictable way. All I can remember was like darkness, sense of displacement, um, being an outsider. um, And just, yeah, and um, being that in that state of mind made me really isolated. Yeah. And um, for like about five years, I had gap. I didn't make any art. I didn't do anything like creative. Oh, that's and, hard. Um, yeah, and the fact that I had to start a new life and from a stretch and had no money um, didn't Absolutely. really help. Well, it affects you. That, that is such a huge move, having to move countries. I mean, I moved into Australia when I was quite young, so it didn't affect me as much as it would have you. And um, it's such a huge thing when... It, you did you move here with your family or was it just um, you and maybe your no, my 
my parents are still back in Iran, but um, my sister and my brother moved here like about a few months before me. And my other brother moved a few months after me. So I'm one of the triplets and I have another brother three years younger than me. So we eventually all moved here. But yeah, even though I had them here, we kind of went out different, we went different ways. Yeah. Yeah, my brother moved to Brisbane and my sister was like quite far from where I oh, used wow. to Oh, wow. Yeah, so you're basically yeah. isolated. That is so difficult. Yeah, yeah. And like making arts requires you to be in a like, I don't know, in a really healthy state of mind, even though you go through life, you go through traumas, but when you're creating art, it wants you to be full in the moment and be creative and be like healthy in, in head. Absolutely, yeah. So it was for me another thing for about five years. Wow. And um, I think I got back at making art again when pandemic hits and yeah. um, I lost my job and I started like kind of keeping myself busy painting yeah. and right. it wasn't like intentionally for the purpose of like selling and being professional just to keep myself busy and do something at home and doing that um I had this sense of reconnection and I felt like I really need to reconnect with this there was like this strong um desire to be reconnected to be in that state and um it was like reconnecting with my femininity with who I was and I forget for many years and um, yeah, yeah, and I would and say you, sorry to I was going to say once no, you but... start, you you kind of like once you stop, you feel disconnected. It's hard to get back in. But once you start, then it builds up again, and you realize why did I stop all that time? I could have just and you heal with art. You heal, but at the same time, like it's hard to get back into it. So. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. And like once you go back, it's it's so it it gets all your life that you can't really not do it. You you it as you said, it's like healing you every day. It's like yeah. a therapy session where you talk to your therapist, they're not necessarily talking to you, but as yeah. you hearing yourself, it makes you heal and me painting I was looking at my paintings I could see who I am what happened to me and the vulnerability emotion anger everything would come to my painting I I would listen to it and that just listening had a great healing component absolutely um, yeah and yeah I think hearing that because I can (laughs) see it in your art I can see all the emotions that you poured into it it really reflects in all your artworks that I see each one has a different quality to it and the the movement the brush strokes each part of it you can see the emotions that you put in there it's amazing absolutely absolutely like I I can't really go without not having that expressive um aspect to my arts like I can't really just go and paint and say oh I'm producing something it it has to have connection it has to have expression and I, I have to see that emotion in it 
I love that. And how did you find in um, being new to the Australian market? How did you find your way to selling your art? Because that, that can be so difficult as an artist, even if you have been living in Australia your whole life. As someone who's come out from another country and studied overseas and come to this yeah. new whole new world of um art galleries online you just have to find your way how did you start all of that um that was really difficult um in a simple way um i just i i, I can't remember first thing i searched on google was how do i sell my artwork in australia that was like the how basic and um like i did i had no idea how i have to do it i just I remember I had to search everything. I had to um, learn everything as I go. So it was it wasn't easy. But um, now I'll look back. I have a great appreciation of going through that hard time and um, just wanting to learn everything myself. And yeah, it, it wasn't easy. But yeah. Wow. Yeah. So where did you? Uh, what did Google tell you to do? <laughs> Well, I can remember <laughs> it was all the galleries. I think first thing I saw on Google was Blue Thumb. Yeah. Um, that was when I started first and um, I had my first sale through Blue Thumb. And, um, yeah, and I started learning about Art Lovers Australia. That was the second gallery I went in. And I'm into a few galleries, as you probably know. Yes, um, yes. I have seen your own single art, Art Finder. At Saatchi, that's a lot. Like, I, I cannot even manage one. I don't know how you do all of that. It's amazing. I think the reason I got myself into all those platforms was that um, I like I felt that I started pretty late. I was in my 28th um, when I first got into galleries um, and I felt behind and I thought the only way I can kind of exceed that, this process is to just um, get as much as exposure I can. Um, yeah, so just got myself into Art Lovers Australia, Blue Thumb, uh, Satchiart, and yeah, that kind of really helped. It was pretty hard to kind of keep up with uploading um, works in all those platforms. It's, it takes a lot of time. Yeah. Apart from just making art itself takes a lot of time. Absolutely. So it was so much time go into it, but um, definitely worth it. And all those galleries really supportive. They yeah. just, as soon as they see like your artwork is valuable, um, they help you a lot in promoting you and yeah, putting you out there. That's very important. Like uh, at least, you know, we know that your, your work is very sellable because you do so well, which is awesome. It's, it's amazing. Like it's very, it's a type of art that people connect to really easily. There's so much emotion in in it and I can see why it sells so well and galleries love your work so yeah. go you I'm so proud <laughs> of you. how far you've come just in the if you started back in just two almost three years ago you you're doing it really has well. been three years yes yeah mm -hmm. you are doing amazingly and clearly you're very established um your style Thank is you. very, very unique. Um, I absolutely love your work. Um, so I recall seeing on your social media 
that you were exhibiting at the other art fair, which I thought was fabulous. And for me, um, I was really interested in knowing how your experience was with that because I that's uh, very attractive to me and I'd like to exhibit there. But, you know, the things that deter me are um, the costs might go into it and obviously the preparation and how much artwork you need so how did you find that um and how did you get into exhibiting there so um i was approached with one of the art fair directors through instagram uh, but i think there are also like application available on google or you can also find them on instagram and go through the bio there's a link you can apply for and then um so you have to fill out this application and you will receive a approval email from them if the application is successful. Right. And um, yeah, and after that, you, you get to pick um, how big your boots, your boot want to be, which mm-hmm. based on the size of the boot, it's a different price, but you you thinking of 2,500 up. Yeah. So it's, it starts one. at around two and a half thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. And yeah, there's other costs also involved. It's good to um, also consider. There are like um, you can install your work yourself, but you could also get someone to do it for you, which I did. That was like I think a good decision. Which yeah, it, it takes a lot of time. Be, and, yeah, it would be very stressful if you had to do all that yourself. as well as as the painting and the packing and oh my gosh so yeah good decision I would agree is that a a lot of like a cost that's big or Um, is it minimal it's it's like around 150 250 for um installation there's like transport that you have to fire like hire a van and of course um, yeah wow other costs would be just like you have to take time off work. If you're working, you, you need to be presented there for yeah. like four days. And, oh, okay. Um, so you have to, do you like sell your own stuff? You have to man man the booth. Yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. That's I think that's the whole purpose of um, Art Fair for yeah. collectors to be able to talk to see you artists and... in person. Yeah. yeah. But um, for me, the whole experience was amazing. Like for me, that's again a reconnection. I met really good um, people, artists, and the actual people that were running the fair were really helpful. So they give you heaps of materials and information through email before the starting time and um, through at the fair, they're available for you to go have a chat with them, ask questions. That's so great. the whole experience was pretty smooth. And I, I was lucky also to have quite a good soul. And yeah, but um, it's it's the fair between each person. I, I had, I spoke to a few people there that didn't make any sales. That was really yeah. like, yeah. Um, I think yeah. it's just different but um, I also gathered from people from Sydney that apparently Sydney's art fair has better volume. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I personally, I definitely suggest I love that so much. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, of of course, everyone. It's just like doing. Well, it's not exactly the same, but doing like um, community art art 
um, exhibitions, like the smaller ones. Obviously, the other art fair is huge compared to like your yeah. local uh, little art um, group market. Um, but yeah, some days you'll go and the weather's crap and no one turns up. If it's yeah. raining, if it's super hot and there's not much thoroughfare, you don't make many sales. Um, but other days, you know, it's the perfect time for it. There's no other events um, and everyone comes and you make a few sales. So you just never know. And also it depends on your price as well, right? Absolutely. Some people's art sells better they might have a lower price point and it all depends on who's there I mean you just never know and I guess the only way to know is to try it out once absolutely absolutely every time you try it you know like what sizes sells better whether I should have prints um what sort of price is is more yeah. like popular like what sells what doesn't and it's just good to put yourself out there but apart from selling um the whole experience is great for networking and Absolutely. for building an audience. You you meet people that already bought from you. They come and talk to you. And um, you also meet people that they're interested in your art, but they're not ready to purchase anything. They just follow you on Instagram. And it's a more long-term yeah. um, effect software. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah, I'll have to consider whether I want to lay down a few thousand dollars to do it next time. The only well, thing it is- would be it would be also a different experience once you indoor, so you you're not affected by weather. Weather, by, yeah, that's you know, very good yeah. point. Yeah, and yeah. I think I don't know if there's a Brisbane other right here. I think there's they've only got it in uh, no. Sydney and Melbourne, from what I yeah. I've yeah. researched. There are Melbourne and Sydney. I think Sydney has two art fairs. Unless oh, okay. I know this year they do have two, one in July, another one I think December. Yeah, so it would be much easier if you lived in the city um, oh, of absolutely. the other art fair and you wouldn't have to carry everything interstate. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I think that's one of the big things that kind of um, I avoid doing it. So maybe if I ever move to Sydney or Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> but I was um, I was actually quite surprised to see a lot of people coming from other states. So there were right. people from Sydney, Adelaide, Perth. So they wow. were like, yeah, quite a few people that travel for it. I guess it, if they know that it's it works well for them, then they would they would travel. It's worth them traveling that way and yeah. spending the money. So the networking yeah. alone, I think, is probably a great it's benefit. A, Absolutely. Definitely. And getting to meet other artists as well, um, especially ones that are of higher calibre, because I, I feel like the other art fair has like the more prestigious, higher calibre artists. I don't know. This is from <laughs> what I see from the outside. And networking with them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, you kind of underestimate the. Um, if you underestimate being around other people, how much you can bounce off each other. Like, yeah. It's it's amazing they you're kind of people you yeah. have same interests it's it feels like you know everyone you've you've known them for so long exactly exactly and yeah. getting to know their experiences they might give you some tips on like going on to other exhibitions and it, just that having that connection is great and if you have questions about other exhibitions or art galleries it's always great to have that networking 
between the artists. And that's why I, I, I created Monarch because I love sharing the information and being able to um, talk to each other because we're all on the same level in the mind, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it's great sharing that information. So having that connection for someone who doesn't belong to an art collective, come join us. No. <laughs> um, Absolutely. That, that is a great way to meet other artists. Um, so, yeah, okay, thank you for that information. I love, I love knowing things like that. Um, so yeah. with that, what are your top tips for, <laughs> for artists out there beginning out on, on their art journey? Um, I think is the first thing I would say, um, don't let anyone opinion of, opinion of your artwork stop you from doing what you're so driven to do. Um, have your focus on your practice and tied to your vision rather than thinking of um, what sells, what doesn't, uh, should I change in my style? Just get as much as um, um, education you can. Yeah. And rather than wasting your energy on other things, just practice, just work really hard to finding your style takes a lot of time. Like it, it might take years for you to find a style that is you. Yeah. So having your focus just on that would bring other things, would bring cells, would bring um, connections. Yeah. Um, just have focus on learning and educating yourself. And I think intelligence is the foundation, 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 foundation? of the great yeah. art. Yeah. Yeah. Fundamental, yeah. Fun foundation, but foundation a combination of, of those art. two, yeah. definitely. <laughs> no, no, I knew exactly what you meant. <laughs> Having English as your second language, you're doing amazingly. Um, <laughs> so how did you find your style? Did, do you think that your university... Um, like going to university and going to art school and uh, maybe even your photography classes, do you think that they helped you establish your style or did you have an idea of where you wanted to go when um, you came to this style that is yours now? That's a hard def- question. Sorry. <laughs> Throw that on you. Definitely. Um, no, definitely didn't know what I wanted to do and um I kind of consider myself as a self-thought artist, even though I did two years university. I work with acrylic and um, I've done collage and these are things I've never learned in the school. So I've painted with oil um, in university and um, acrylic was something I had to teach myself. And yeah. Um, yeah, um, finding a style. Well, I, I enjoy looking at real things and I like the freedom, the abstraction gives me. I, yeah. I, I was kind of wanting to blend both together. I know some some of my works um, kind of um, has one more than other, but yeah. I like to find this sweet spot between abstraction and what it means as a real. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it, it's just through practicing a lot. I just never decided that this is what I wanted to do. I think the only thing I knew was that I like to paint uh, people. People, I like yeah. To specifically women. Yeah, that's, that's like just, me as well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, your work's also very feminine. Yeah, definitely. It's just, I don't know, you just know, like when you paint them, you just know this is right. 
this is yeah, this feels like, right it felt that exactly is like i don't plan things i don't i don't have a sketchbook i don't sketch things yeah um for me even drawing the thing on the canvas is a part of that creation um as i draw i create it and as I put the paint color, it tells me what to do next. And it's just being in the moment and trusting accident, trusting mistakes, trusting what feels good, but it doesn't make sense. Just trusting everything and knowing that your inner you guides you. If you be really present and if you be committed to that emotion. So, I love yeah, that. You put that just, so well yeah i totally just, get just you being with it yes yes great advice for the artists out there um thank you so much for joining me and having a chat to me i loved hearing about your journey um and i know that our listeners will too um everyone go and check out Anahita's work on instagram um her instagram uh handle i'll put it on our Instagram post when when we put it up because it's quite long, but I will spell it out. Anahita, A-N-A-H-I-T-A, Omozegar, A-M-O-U-Z-E-G-A-R, art. So go and follow her. Check out her gorgeous abstract figurative work. You'll love it. It's colourful, vibrant, gorgeous. You cannot get enough. Uh, thank you again, Anahita. I enjoyed that conversation. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. And I'll speak to you guys soon. And um, take care. See you next week. Bye. And that's it for today's episode. We hope you thoroughly enjoyed it. Would you like to subscribe? That way you can get notifications when we bring out new episodes every week. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media. And if you want to, you can leave a review. That would be fantastic. Have a great week and see you next time.